0: howdy (laughs) hi welcome to the Theta game podcast the official podcast at data i'm your host juni and thanks for tuning in these are only my opinions anything said in this podcast a future podcast should not be considered financial advice i have stock positions in visa oh my god i'm never gonna say howdy again i'm sorry (laughs) You know, I just randomly thought of saying or changing up the intro and saying howdy uh, for the brief second when I clicked the record button. And uh, I just did it. And so, you know, that's why I was like, that's why I was laughing so hard because it it just sounded weird. Uh, But I'm going to keep it because I like I like hearing myself laugh. Uh, So going into the weekly plays here, um, nothing really has changed. I mean, I added a new uh, gap position um, for my patrons to see um, but like always you can go to uh, www.thetagame.com Juni and you can see all my trades there, all my closed ones, all my winners and losers but if you want to see my open ones and like why I opened it and exactly when I opened it you of course need to be a patron but I'm not going to upsell that at all, you just do you you do your research there um, and, and that's it so besides that I've been you know tweeting a little bit more often, you'll notice that I tweet more Uh, the less trades I manage, um, that's either from boredom or maybe I, you know, listen to it or see a tweet that inspires me to tweet back. Uh, Like someone uh, this week, um, you know, tweeted, oh, everyone's, you know, tweeting loud on Twitter. But you know, in reality, they're, uh, uh, they're just recouping losses from March. And it's like, well, I talk a lot on Twitter, right? But I did not get destroyed in March. I talk about people that get destroyed in March. Um, <laughs> so I had definitely had to throw my two cents in there. Uh, for the ones that follow me on Twitter, you guys know um, that I tweeted something along the lines of, like, I'm real, you know, that, that same old jazz. But, like, I tweeted that, like, I post all my winners and losers and I have audio proof. Even during COVID, right? Like, I was... I never called for doom and gloom. I've always just kept that, you know, um, uh, what, what's, that? Uh, what's that word? You're being cautious. Like I was very cautious, uh, cautiously optimistic. That's, that's the phrase. And so like I have all this proof and I have thousands of people looking at my trades every month um, to make sure, you know, I'm legit. I'm posting all the prices exactly when I opened it. It just feels really good. Uh, being able to fire back at a loaded tweet like that uh, with my own tweet and for those that support me and you know like the tweet uh, thank you and for those that might get triggered and they might say like oh well Junie you got lucky I'm just gonna follow you until you blow up Uh, good luck because I'm loaded Um, and by loaded I mean I've accounted for max loss so I'm never gonna lose more than you know I intend to lose and I hope to uh, you know, teach you guys and girls how to keep trading with that mentality. Because I know a lot of my Discord, uh, or I keep saying Discord, all, a lot of my patrons uh, asking all the time, like, how do you not get uh, FOMO? Or how do you, like, keep yourself from doing FOMO trades? How do you stop yourself from doing bad trades or impulsive trades? And it's, these are all things that, you know, you have to get almost, like, uh, just told to over and over again like no this is not good this is why and that's what my discord basically is it, it's just like a, a echo chamber of just like good positive advice and you know some people might it's uh, some of my patrons might you know say in general chat or a trade channel one day and they're like you know i did a series of trade i'm not proud about and uh, i took a fat loss and here's what i've learned and it's like those are so good because you typing all that stuff out just reinforces that you know you've learned from that moment. Now you can learn from a moment and still mess up later, but you know just having that environment where people are welcoming and just always learning is important. I make sure that egos are definitely not a thing. I don't care how long anybody trades. Um, that just just like I don't care how long you've been an engineer. I don't care how long you've been using this stack. I don't care you know, how long you've done anything, because what I've noticed, you know, in my lifetime is that I get really good at things really fast, like really, really fast. And that's why I choose to do things that I really like, because that allows me to excel in whatever I choose to do, right? Like I'm not doing a whole bunch of things at once. I'm very selective in what I like to do. Like I really like to code. And so I'm really about coding. So, you know, anybody that says oh you know i've been in the industry for like 20 years and uh yeah you just uh, you you just started uh, you know like four five, five four four five years ago yeah you're nothing dude no, no 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 i will code laps around you i might not be able to do the fancy fancy algorithms but when it comes to execution i will run laps around you right and this is the mentality you need to really get better at you know developing that system you need you need to just focus on that system stop Looking at like uh, Wall Street bets first thing in the morning. Maybe first thing in the morning, you like look over your watch list and see if anybody or anybody. I'm like personifying those the symbol tickers. Look at the symbols and tickers and just like say like look at did any of them hit a price point that you'd be willing to buy shares at? No. Uh, did any of them uh, hit any rsi indicator that you like no Uh, are any of them about to bounce off a simple moving average that you like no then don't trade right like don't force anything just you know tweet something on twitter or you know post something in discord or you know do something else that's productive that will help you make your next trade better don't be distracted by doing everything because you know as you know You can trade in the stock market for a really long time, but still suck at the very end. This is not something you're destined to be good at. You have to really drill in uh, the fundamentals and basics of just like not freaking out. Emotions are a huge, huge part of trading. And so, you know, the stock market is very much based on emotion, not so much based on fundamentals. Uh, You look at Tesla. Tesla has a very hard time churning a profit, but a lot of people are emotionally invested into it, believe in Elon Musk, and the stock is high. That goes along with anything to do with COVID related. They think emotionally that, you know, this is for mankind and we're going to get somewhere. And, you know, that's where BioPharm gets a little bit of a gray area because you feel like you're doing the right thing by investing into these biofarm companies, but really that's just greed. Biofarm companies are incredibly dangerous and I'm getting a little bit off-tangent here and I feel it, (laughs) but (laughs) bear with me. I'm really passionate about this stuff. Um, Just, just calming down. Um, Just be really, really passionate about what you do. The skill will come and hopefully you can protect your nest egg long enough for you to get over the very steep learning curve that is the stock market um you can't be one that gets triggered and you can't be one that wants to make money as backwards as it sounds you have to not care about the money in the beginning to get over the hump and hopefully you don't you know when i say don't care about the money i don't mean like oh you know get take out 50 grand in your savings account that you've saved up all your life and you shouldn't care about that when you invest in a biofarm company for your first play i'm not saying that i'm saying you know of that 50 grand that you saved up your entire life maybe you withdraw you know 10% $5,000 and you do small trades lots of small trades with that just so you get comfortable with money with like losing money and gaining money cuz you know as you know, a lot of uh, you, you make a lot of your losses from you, you know winning one trade and then over leveraging the next one because you're overconfident. There's so many things that get tied into it. Um, wow, this weekly play section just straight up. Uh, <laughs> it, it was a lecture. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been a long week. I drank a lot of coffee, but um, this is reminding me of the good old days in the first few episodes. But uh, yeah, let's move on to the new website updates. I got uh, two really cool changes that I really want to share. Okay, um, the new website updates, the new ThetaGang.com website updates, um, they're both uh, things that were brought up in the Discord. Um, you can see them as bugs or UX improvements. Uh, so when you go on ThetaGang.com, uh, the very first things you'll see are trades, right? Um, you know, Right now, you could go into the search bar and type in AMD or Nvidia. I don't know why semiconductors are on my head right now but you can go on to, into the search bar and type something uh, and it'll take you to that stock checker page. Um, something that's been brought up is that, you know, maybe it'd be nice if you saw a, a post that you liked and you could just click on the symbol there, right? So you see someone open a AMD put credit spread. You can now click on the AMD uh, uh, symbol now. So that is a huge change. It feels a lot better. The, the site feels more cohesive. It feels more navi- navigable. Navigable? navigable. It's one of those. Um, and that was brought up by a patron named Cappuccino. He's been a patron for quite some time. Um, and he also reported a bug along with that UX uh, improvement suggestion. Uh, and that bug is when you open a trade, uh, you eventually see something like an alert inside that modal that says done um that doesn't quite disappear like say for example you you close the modal and you open it back up to add another one previously i'm sure most of you listening that have added trades have seen this and uh have been doing this to fix it but you could refresh the page and the modal will reset now you don't have to refresh to reset the modal Um, that was just an oversight by me i didn't know that was happening um and that's just due to that the fact that i don't open that many trades um at once right like i'm very diligent with opening my trades right when i open them so uh, if i add one trade a week i'm never keeping my browser open for a week right so thank you cappuccino for the stock symbol being able to be clicked suggestion and also the bug report uh for opening back-to-back trades in the modal Uh, this is just proof to you guys and girls listening like I'm listening to, right? Like you you guys and girls dedicate uh, almost an hour uh, whenever you listen uh, to just hear me talk and I'm super thankful. and n- Just know that this is a two-way channel. So you can always email me at juniathetagang.com with any suggestions that you might have or any bug reports. I always appreciate screenshots. Cappuccino did a really good job of sending me screenshots. Um, and yeah, I'm just... I, I'm just always wanting to keep this a two-way thing. I, no matter how big I get, I promise, you know, I'm gonna read all the emails. I again, I say this, I, I say this every week. I I'll read all of them, but I can't reply to all of them. Um, you know, it's just something that's just not scalable. Uh, it, at least for now, I don't know it until there's some solution out there that, that like just. Well, I guess the solution is having a having a marketing team or a support team, but. I'm going to stay a team of one for as long as I possibly can because I just, I like touching everything. It, it seems really cool. Um, but yeah, so thank you again, Cappuccino, for those two requests. And if you have any of your own uh, listening right now, you can email me at juni at Okay, um, today's topic is a question from a patron. Uh, his name is Rustier. Um, I've already replied to him in Discord. That's kind of like one of the things that you get as a patron. Is like you get like a direct access to ask questions to me. Uh, I already answered him with a too long didn't read, a TLDR. Um, but I also promised him that I would make his question a episode topic just because I thought it was a really good one. And, um, I'm sure a lot of you guys and girls have been wondering this as well. And I definitely have gotten this question in emails that I, you know, as previously mentioned, I couldn't reply to, but i I know that this is something that my listeners are wondering. So I thought it was just perfect for today. Um, the question goes, Hey Junie, uh, again, this is from Rustier. Uh, Hey Junie, is there ever a time you would outright buy the shares instead of selling the put? Would you do this if the premium is more for calls, or would you just wait for openings on a red day to sell puts? I did this with work, uh, work being slack, the ticker work. I did this with work this month because it was trading at the price I was comfortable with. Worked out well, but wondering if it's better to just stick to selling puts than buying them outright. Holy smokes. You know, this is such a loaded question and it's going to sound like a cop-out from what i'm going to say but th- this is just so it can hit on all spectrums and wherever you are in life i know i have my age range for this podcast and in, is insane there are there are literally boomers listening to this hello boomers i'm on I, I love you guys i i have two of my own in my life my my mom and my stepdad um And, you know, I also have lots of college people. I'd say a majority uh, are college people that don't have the capital uh, yet to invest in good strategies or, like, long, maintainable strategies. Uh, But they like to listen to Theta Gang stuff and they like to listen to me for whatever sick reason. Um, You know, buying shares versus selling the put. Um, my initial thoughts and why I think I said in discord was something like if the stock is low IV, uh, like low implied volatility, meaning the extrinsic value of that stock is low, then it doesn't really make sense to risk waiting and selling the put because you don't get that much premium from selling the put, right? um imagine what's a really low iv stock um i don't know like 3m the people that make uh, masks and tape like really random things that are like essential maybe they're more volatile now i don't know i'm just let's just pretend that 3m is really low vol, like really low implied volatility um it makes more sense for you to just outright buy the stock um because, you know, what if 3M announces some sort of partnership with somebody within the next week? Was the $20 to write the put worth it? Probably not, right? And so I, that that's just like at least my very high level thinking of why you should outright buy something versus selling a put to get into it. But a majority of the time, I will advise selling the put to go into the stock um, just because it's... Much healthier from my perspective to collect premium first uh, to agree to pick up shares at a lower price. I mean, that just sounds like a win win. And I've talked about this many times on my wheel episode. Uh, if, in, in case of that didn't come clear, my wheel episode I know I like to say real a lot, but I said wheel. Um, I say it a lot. It's like when you collect premium and you agree to pick it up at a lower price. And then you get assigned. Um, you know your your first thing that you should think about is like, yay, I own these shares at a low at, at, I, or yay, I own these shares. Um, but then the second train of thought should be like, wow, you know, if I had bought the shares outright, then I would be down on my position right now. But instead, uh, you're either slightly down or uh, you know even up sometimes on your position. So here's going back to Rustier's question. Uh, he did point out that uh, he straight up bought the Slack shares uh, because it was trading at a price uh, he was comfortable with. So the reason why I'm extra okay with this, no, I'm not saying like I'm okay with it, like he needs my permission, and just I just think the trade is okay. Um, the reason why I'm okay with this so much is he's strictly or explicitly stated that it was at a price he was comfortable with when you want to straight out buy shares uh you have to make sure that the price per dollar is reasonable for you like if you don't go in and buy a stock outright if you think it's gone up too much right or maybe buy less if you think it's gone up too much but you have to be okay with the you know price per share that you're getting it at, but also the total amount that you're spending. Like, yeah, maybe uh let's just use Slack as an example. Maybe if Slack starts uh going down, uh you think like, yeah, I'd be willing to pick up Slack at uh, I don't know what it's even trading at like 30 bucks a share. I'd be willing to pick up thirty Slack at thirty bucks a share. Uh and that starts going down but and then you say, "Wow, it's at thirty bucks a share. I better put in twenty grand in it right now." And this is the twenty grand that you've been saving up your entire life. You have to be okay and comfortable with Slack being at thirty dollars a share, and that's easy for you because that's the price you've been waiting for. But you also have to be willing to lose that thirty or that twenty grand, right? Like, don't enter a position, um, you know, hoping to make money or like having that be your number one goal. Uh, because this is why Theta Gang is also nice, because you could start owning shares and do cool things with it to occupy your time instead of like you know day trading and all that stressful stuff. That's why I like Theta Gang so much because it's like it, it, quote unquote guaranteed money. Sometimes you know you get assigned, but if you, if you do it all right, it's it's okay. But you have to be okay with not only the share price being but that but that also being a focal point. Uh, but you also have to be okay with the total amount of money that you spent. Um, now, how does this relate to going back to selling the put uh, versus buying out the buying the shares? Selling the put, you basically tie up all that capital for that for that price. If you promise to buy Slack at thirty dollars a share, you're essentially spending three thousand um, dollars in capital to and to tie up to collect whatever premium that is. And that premium has to be weighed against you just owning the shares. What would make you feel better? Would you rather get, uh, again, again, it depends on the expiry, but would you rather have like a hundred dollars now and $3,000 tied up? Or would you rather have just $3,000 of slack right now? And uh, another point to be made here is, um, you know, what your objectives or goals are for this position do you plan on selling that covered call right away do you plan on just having this in your long portfolio and it just sitting there and you just like watching it or do you plan on doing uh i don't know if i just said it but do you plan on day trading it uh you know maybe it goes up a dollar and you sell all 100 shares and you made 100 bucks and you made 100 bucks that way right there's many ways you can make money off of shares um or selling puts it's you really have to think why am i buying slack right now why why do i have this impulse right now to buy slack this second if you want to buy slack this second maybe you're anticipating news of this covid stuff bringing in more traffic and then one random article coming out saying slack has more customers than ever Woo! right or um maybe you want to sell the put because you like you like slack maybe not at the price you like it right now or maybe you're not comfortable with the price you're at it right now but you feel like you're fomoing i think that's the biggest reason or my main reason i get into uh, selling puts uh, especially with shopify is that like i originally wanted to get in at one price um so i sold the put to get me assigned at that price but it's kept on going up so i have this like very big buffer where i can just you know sell puts uh to get me to that same price um like if you if you have a price in mind that you want for a stock and you're willing to pick it up at that price no matter even if you think it's gonna go below that price it's a very interesting time and a very you know good it's a good place to experiment with selling puts you will gain a lot of confidence of selling puts when you want to enter a stock uh, when you are asking yourself this question if I should buy the shares or sell the put um, I'm glad that you bought the shares already uh, because you're comfortable with the price but for anybody that's listening out there right now if you're uh, not comfortable with the price or maybe you are comfortable with the price that part doesn't matter but if you want to own the stock selling a put when you want to own the stock is the best time to sell a put. I don't recommend ever wheeling or selling a put uh if you don't want the stock. Um just going off on a tangent here. I say that was the meat of the topic. So if you if you guys and girls want to drop off, just go and drop off. But you know, my my stepdad has been getting emails from people uh it's so nuts. Uh, he's been getting emails from people that are promising um, like 1,300% in returns from selling options. <laughs> and here, here's his son, right, that has a podcast and does this almost for a living, uh, is the real guy. And, and this, this email says like, Uh, hey, uh, Junie's dad, uh, you know, why don't you join our service and we'll take your five thousand dollars, or we'll uh, you can invest five thousand dollars on your own with our tips and turn that into sixty five thousand dollars. And it's like, dude, no, that's not possible. Like, look, look at my trades and like look at look at how much capital is needed to just make the amount of money I made right now. I'm doing pretty aggressive trades with a system, of course and i'm putting a lot of capital at risk and i'm not getting anywhere near 65 and the main thing that uh, what the main thing that triggers me is that like not only is this guy trying to steal money from my stepdad uh it it's like such a blatant lie and he's using the complexity of selling options to mask everything you know, he has a free webinar. This dude has a free webinar. I'm thinking about going and I'm just going to ask him. So, <laughs> I think I'm going to rain hell on this dude and ask him the real questions and, you know, making sure that this system can work. Because I don't understand. How, and he promises it in six months, too. Such an obvious scam. I, I cannot believe that you could get away with this. It's like, it should be borderline legal. And you're probably thinking, oh, Junie, why don't you look up reviews for this guy? Maybe he's legit. He's got no reviews, right? Like, this is this is so dangerous. Right now, everyone's making a killing on the stock market. You know, like I mentioned before, some people did get destroyed during March. But, you know, some people are doing better now, maybe still down from March. But a lot of people are taking, you know, a lot of credit for this V-shaped recovery uh, and hiding the fact that they did bad in March um, you know, it's a really dangerous time when there's a bullish market because when you see very happy people, lots of things going right, the amount of scams also go up. Uh, if you did, if you guys and girls didn't know, I I think I learned that on the Planet Money podcast. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just it's just ridiculous of what what these people are, you know, just lying through their teeth from it. Oh. Like, if, if you guys thought I get triggered on, like, Twitter, when you, when you, like, try to steal from me or, like, my stepdad or, like, my mom, like, that's another level. I get, I get so, so triggered. Um, but, you know, I've talked since into my stepdad. Uh, he, you know, more or less listens to some episodes, uh, and he understands that, like, his son is... The real deal. Like I, I show him like my, my reports and everything. Um, I show him my broker platform. I like literally let him just like scroll through everything, and I'm, I'm trying to prove to him like there's no way you can make you could turn five thousand dollars into sixty five thousand dollars. See, th- here's another thing. You don't see me, uh, posting cheesy ads on w- websites saying like, uh, oh yeah, I'll turn five thousand dollars into sixty five thousand dollars for you. Come join my Patreon. No, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm here. To create a cool community that's inclusive. I want gay people on the platform. I want black people on the platform. I want girls on the platform. I want everybody in the platform. I just want everyone to be nice. Ah. Okay. Okay, let me calm down. And then, all right. Going back to today's topic. uh, Selling a put versus (laughs) buying shares. It really depends on what you want to do. Uh, I hope the points I made earlier uh, clicked with you or at least one of them did. Um, If you're a day trader, you like scalping shares, then, you know, obviously selling the put for a seven day expiry is probably not your thing. Um, I don't really believe in day trading or option selling with like, I don't believe in selling options for day trading. I think that's incredibly dangerous because of gamma risk price sensitivity goes up as you near expiration and you could reach max loss on those very very quickly with one news flash so don't don't day trade by selling options so that one's kind of out the window but if you like day trading stock just buy the stock and flip it like you don't need to enter with a put but if you're doing this like medium long-term investing that I do where like you sell the put, and if you get assigned, it gets added to your long portfolio, and you manage it for however long you want it. Because uh, you know, in my case, if I get assigned Visa, I actually wanted Visa, so just sitting there, and I have no problem with holding it in my portfolio. Then you know, selling the put is a good thing. Uh, if you feel like you have mad FOMO on something, I am first of all really glad, rest year that you did not buy the naked call, right? Uh, with the FOMO and said you bought the shares. I feel like it's much more responsible of you. That's such a good job. Um but th- to that to 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 add on to that, I also don't think buying long calls is a bad idea either if the long call is cheap or the IV is low for long call. I'm getting a little bit off topic here, but I'm just also trying to say that I don't dislike anybody that buys options. You can buy puts, you can buy calls. I don't care. I just wish that you or I just hope that you do it responsibly. Like don't don't obviously put too much into something that expires. That's not investing. That's trading uh, but more like gambling, right? And um I think that's it. I think that's it. I think I made my point. I made a long tangent about scams. You're going to see a lot more scams come up in these next few weeks uh, if the market continues going up. Uh, it's just, it's brutal. Um, if someone is out there touting that they sell options for a living and they're raking in like this X amount of money, you better make sure you ask them hey, do you show all your trades uh, like Junie does? Here's Junie's profile. Uh, and, or maybe like ask them like, what do you think about this random, random dude's profile and just send them Thetagang.com slash Junie. And then if they say, oh, well, he seems fake. He, th- he, you know, if you follow me, you're going to make a lot more money than that. You know, that's a scam right there and there, right then and there. Like share my profile and, you know, ask them questions like, Hey, how does your strategy differ than this? A guy that I follow or that I like, um, and really listen to how they respond. Do they use big terms and try to like make it seem like they're smarter, or like do they you know talk down to you and they say like, oh, you do, uh, I use the best indicators, and this this guy just seems like he's just uh, he just likes to sell puts. This guy is not anything. Uh, at like really really get in there like ask the specific questions of like okay so what what trade types do you like to use uh you know how often do you lose how big are your losers because you know when you sign up for a platform uh it's still up to you to execute the trade and if you're picking and choosing trades that this person is picking for you or you know just picking and maybe you're getting inspiration from them you still have to be correct in the ones that you pick because you know he or she is not going to win every single one. So you can, in fact, still lose all your money if you go all in on this random services uh, play, right? You still have to be consistent enough and uh, exercise good financial responsibility to not go all in on any one play. But just dialing back one more time, Share, feel free to share my profile if you are wanting to try out some other person's service and use it as a means of like talking about it and like you know if, if it helps you in the long run get a uh, get more confidence about joining a specific service i am more then happy to help, right? Share my profile. Use it as a topic of conversation to be like, hey, what trading strategies do you use? Do you use the same ones that this guy? Uh, how do you differ from this guy? Are you as transparent as this guy? Um, you know, do you use indicators? Do you not use indicators? Do you day trade? How often do you trade? These are all really, really good questions that you should ask any service that you're about to join because you you do pay money to join a service and you need to make sure that, you know, you're getting the most out of it. Maybe the service is just picking and choosing ideas and they don't really execute on everything. That's, that's cool. Uh, you know, maybe a service is, uh, you know, actually, um, dang, you know, I, I think most of them are like ideas, which I don't really do. I don't like, oh and speaking of which the the trading idea that i said on the last episode for roku that position is up already like 20 percent, i think so you know take it take it for what it is the strategy that i have employed right now it it like it works and it's really simple and it's a shame that there's so many people out there hungry uh, hungry enough for money to just like oh i'm getting triggered again (laughs) Just use my profile as a topic of conversation and really be confident in any uh, trading service that you sign up for. Um, And that's it. I mean, again, you know, I can't answer. I get a lot of questions from random listeners uh, that reach out for help with their trades. Obviously, like I read those. Um, and some of them inspire topics like today, like you know, Rustier had a question in Discord, but that this question was also asked uh, plenty of times over in email. so that spawned today. Um, I can't answer the specific trading questions um, like I used to before uh, when I was when this was newer, just because there's so many and it's just so long to really get in depth. But that and, and, and not but but and that's why like signing up for the patron service is like dedicated time for me to just communicate with you directly in discord. So there's not any like delaying communication and you could clarify, you know, it's instant chat and all that stuff. So that's all really good. Um, so if you are looking for trading help, um, do not come to, you know, uh, like me or, you know, my service Uh, just cause I I feel like that sounds so upsell-y. Go try out other people or go sign up for trials elsewhere and, you know, sign up for mine as a last resort. Um, (laughs) my mama said I shouldn't be a (laughs) businessman. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's it. I think that's like literally it. So I'm going to go ahead and go to the outro um yeah buying shares versus selling the put it's up to you and what goals you want are you day trading or a midterm, long-term investor um does the premium seem right is the iv low yes then buy the stock is the iv high then sell the put um yep that's it let's go to the outro Uh, I just want to creak, <laughs> creakly. I just want to quickly uh, say a thank you to the people that have been signed up for a long time, like a few months. Uh, I mentioned Cappuccino uh, has been signed up for a pretty long time, uh, a few months now, and um, you know it's super crazy how fast people pick up a seat, like really crazy i I'm actually about to after this podcast I'm gonna look and see if there's like a patreon seat sniper app or something because I swear like I don't get notifications when someone leaves a tier um, but I'll check my patreon like every day just because it's part of my home tabs when I open up my browser and uh, I won't see any spots open but then I'll eat like breakfast or lunch well I don't eat breakfast I'll eat like lunch or dinner. And I'll check my phone again. And it's like, I have a new patron that took up a seat because someone left. And it's like, it's so instant. Like someone, someone or some people, I mean, there's like four, I think three or four people that joined in these last two weeks. And it's like, it's they're either really lucky or they're refreshing the page a lot. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I guess I'll get an answer from that in Discord. If you're one of the three or four people that just joined and you get to this part of the podcast, um let me know if you were refreshing often or you just got lucky or something i don't know um but yeah the new 120 dollars tier is open i think there's like eight or nine seats on there so i think i've found my sweet spot and i'm going to probably cap this at 120 uh, for a very long time so we'll go and see uh where this goes um, follow me on Twitter at Real theta Gang and email me at Junie at ThetaGang.com ThetaGang is proudly partnered with Tastyworks and signing up with the theta Gang referral code is a huge, huge help uh, that's ThetaGang, one word, all caps if you are listening to the podcast and if you used the uh, referral code already uh, email me on the 15th of July and we should be able to get you squared away with the uh twitter alerts and uh the cherry flare um i just want to give an extended shout out to there's a lot of names on this list oh my goodness um lifesaver shock doc france why am i starting so slow france mike d slow motion nick fires underbridge john rico this string puller hunter joe my crypto trading slow lane nomads, Mitch Bray seven, Theta Boy, Craig Thomas, good job, Wilson, DDSS, Heady nails BK Trade, big Potato, DM Boodle Sodom. That is such a, like a long, weird name, Associate K, Ryzen 1020, TCR 94, like Abyss. Anthony Eleven, Moose Ninja, Deep Gift, Meno Dum Dum, Grandpa 95, HV Larry, Leo Jetson, Make More 2, Just Senate, Vicious Poultry, Bat Trader, Chicken Dinner, Cow Bung Dudes, Saltwater Cure, Lot Scarators, Treader, Cappuccino, Very Sexy, Matthew Hans, No Pat, Lazy Reserve, Digester, IR Guy, Crispy Cream Boy, Hermes, Caput, Omar Little, Episode 7, William Hutch Jr., trucker Ben, Dilly, V2K, Lucas C. Extra Bruno, Rustier, Rustier. There you go, buddy. You got your shout out here and early in the episode. Walco, Abstracto. Pandero, Russian Bot, Shifty, Uru, Rekhaestu, Kuegway, 24, HG web Webjam, Wingo, Yoko, Nsys, The Messiah, JJ, and Beast Mode. Oh my god. <sighs> wow. You know, I'm probably going to be saying these names on on the YouTube videos. <laughs> and, it's gonna, and you actually seeing me say these names might be probably the funniest part in the video. Um... Oh, yeah. Earlier I mentioned there would be some content here. And there absolutely will be. Hello, my 1%. Um, So, recently, I've been looking into collectibles. As a lot of people have. This is not new. Uh, This is very much a COVID thing. COVID has sent collectibles to the moon. If you invested in Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Magic cards, any of that sort, you are doing pretty spiffy if you joined early enough. Um, I'm joining pretty late, but I'm joining on a item that i think is pretty good um so (laughs) this is going to make the episode one hour and people are going to wonder why the episode one hour even though the episode ended at like 36 minutes um in the very first pokemon base set and this is this is nerd alert for sure um you can actually weigh the packs and you can determine whether or not there's a shiny card in there Every pack has a rare, um, but uh, not all rares are foil, so or shiny. If you don't know what that meant, but holographic, foil, shiny, those are all the same thing. And then um, sometimes uh, you know you weigh the pack and it's a little bit heavier. You can sell it for a premium on eBay, and so I've been doing that. I've been buying uh, a lot of the base set heavy packs on eBay. And I'm going to use those heavy pack. I'm not going to open them, uh, but I'm going to just hold them. Uh, you know, probably, like, hold them in my hand and just, like... Because I've, I've only opened ever, like, one base set booster pack. And that was when I was a kid. And I've only ever opened one pack. I always... No matter what trading card game, like, I, I ever picked up, I always started with free cards. And I, like, trade the free cards and do all that stuff and start from there. And I had a pretty monstrous collection until I think my mom washed my pants and my all my best holographics were in my pocket because that's how you held Pokemon cards, without sleeves or anything, just in your pocket. And uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I remember a lot of cards being... Oh, it was so sad. And that stopped my whole entire Pokemon thing. And then it wasn't until like a decade later I picked up Magic, The Gathering, Uh, Which I play now uh, on MTG Arena, which is cool. Uh, Just cause I'm home, I don't really play any other games. But going back to the base set thing, sorry. Um, I've been picking them up. They're like, you know, they're like four—not four, but like they're like five hundred dollars each. And if I see any listing under four hundred, I've been just buying it out, or under five hundred, I've been just buying it. Um, so if you go on eBay right now, uh, you're not going to see any under 400 So if you're a card collector or something and you want to get in on this, this is kind of just me telling you guys and girls uh, that I've started. And if you want to go out and buy a few and you know email me and say, oh, I got one too, let's uh, have this as an inside joke, then by all means, like, buy a few of your own. Uh, I just thought this was a really... <laughs> I don't know if it's just been all that all this stress but the retail therapy on ebay with this heavy booster thing I, I i i like it like i have a spreadsheet of all the different weights and you know i have the ebay usernames and the uh um, the cost basis and the subtotal of everything and uh, i think it's gonna be really really cool uh be really really cool backdrop stuff for my youtube videos um heavy inspiration from rudy Uh, magic investment or alpha investments um you know when i got assigned on my nvidia and apple and i got assigned on something visa i when i got like assigned a hundred thousand dollars worth of stock i think i was in cabo um it was like on the way back i got assigned and i was just thinking on the plane ride home like damn i just basically spent the 100 I think it was $110,000 exactly. I don't I don't quite remember. It was a really big number. It was the biggest amount of money I think I've ever spent at one time. Well, technically you spend it already because you put it up for allocation uh, when you open the position. But I was just thinking like, wow, yeah. Uh, I guess this is where I really have to uh, you know, stick by my or stay course. And uh, one of the videos that helped me uh stay course was a video called stay course by rudy alpha investments uh you can tell he he talks about his financial career a lot you can tell he really knows investments i i'm not that into investments that, uh than i think you guys and girls think i am i'm i always say it but i don't know if it ever clicks but i'm just like you guys and girls i just have a little bit more discipline uh when it comes to executing strategies Um, but yeah, when it comes to that moment, I think back to that video a lot. And so when I make my first appearance on YouTube and you see those Pokemon base set heavy packs in the background, I hope a little spark of joy comes up in your, where where would sparks of joy come up? In your eyes. (laughs) Um... Because this is this is a moment where I kind of just talk about anything, and I think you guys and girls seeing, you know, something as small as oh, I remember he talked about those heavy booster packs and seeing in the background. I think that'd be really cool. I I know I would be all over that. Like I'd be I'd be I'd be so stoked if I saw that. I'd be like, yeah, I listened to the podcast where he did it. I'm gonna leave a YouTube comment like one percent gang, where you at? Like, dude. Oh, I'm just so excited. I don't know what I'm going to talk about yet, but if you guys and girls have ideas, I've already reached out to my Discord. My Discord has already really awesome ideas I'm going to definitely execute on those. But if any of you guys and girls have um stuff that you guys girls want me to talk about, send it to my email at junior@gaming.com. At um Yeah, uh, and thank you so much for people that have reached out personally in real life my real life friends and um the ones i know on twitter and or in my uh patreon uh i know i sounded a little bit down uh last week yeah last week was kind of kind of nuts um but I'm a, i feel a lot better now and things things are a little bit better now too um yeah just just super thankful that i have parents that are alive and that I am healthy and that I have a girlfriend that loves me, and that I have friends that I can call friends. Um, and that, you know, that I've learned so much in my trading career that I can share onto other people with how I would want to be taught. Um, you know, I, I say it not as often as I'm real, but I do say that I want to change FinTwit from the ground up. And I think 80gang.com and the podcast is the way to start. So, wow, I just got chills. Thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you guys and girls on the next episode.